0: Hello again, everybody. Welcome to another Community Connections with Ryan Sauer. Super excited to have my friend and colleague, Charity Burden. She's the owner of Tela Urgent Care with us today. Charity, my friend, how are you?
1: I'm doing great, Ryan. How are you?
0: I'm doing well. I'm doing well. It's so good to have you on the show and put a face with the name because we haven't even had a chance to do that yet. Yes. But, you know, tell us, our listeners, our audience, our viewers, just a little bit about your background so they can get to know you better.
1: Great. So, I'm a physician assistant. I currently work in emergency medicine, hospital medicine as a hospitalist PA, and also in the ICU as an intensivist PA.
0: Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, that is a lot of education and expertise. Um, I told you my oldest daughter, she wants to go to medical school, so she'd probably love to talk to you all day long. You know, I'm but-
1: totally available. I mentor uh, the young generation all the time, and I would talk to her anytime.
0: Okay. Well, I will I uh, will let her know that. Maybe she'll actually listen to one of my shows if she hears that <laughs> part. <laughs> but, uh, well, so, so, you know, you, um, now, how long have you, I can't even remember when we were talking, have you been in this community for a while? Because I know you work at some different hospitals and this and that and we'll get to your newest stuff uh, But have you been in the community for a little bit or is it I can't remember offhand
1: We recently moved to the Snellville community prior to that. We were in another um, County and moved here within the past year last year actually.
0: That's right. That's right. I got it Yeah, I remember this as you said, okay Well, this show will will certainly cover all our, our Gwinnett County people will be all over the place and the beautiful part is is you know i want to make sure we go ahead and talk about uh let's go ahead and hit the big elephant in the room of uh, you know mask and covid because you're seeing stuff because i want to get to your other thing you know I, what's the latest and greatest as i talk to experts what you're seeing when I mean, we're recording the show where we in in july july 20th um mm-hmm. Are people doing better with wearing a mask and washing their hands? I see a sign on every road to wash your hands, but are people from what you're seeing on the front line are they doing a better job or are they becoming more aware?
1: Overall, I think people are doing a great job. People are wearing masks, they're washing their hands, they're becoming more aware of sources of infection, they are socially distancing as much as they can. What I'm seeing on the front lines is, unfortunately, in the beginning of COVID, a lot of our young people thought they were invincible and did not expect to be infected. As such, they've gone out, they've partied, you've seen it on the news, and they were not really wearing masks as they were supposed to. So, the latest round of patients we're seeing in the ICUs and the hospitals are actually younger patients, unfortunately. Most of the time, young patients are asymptomatic when they get COVID. They can stay at home. They can self-quarantine. And in two weeks, three weeks, they test negative. There are, however, some younger folks who also have comorbidities like asthma, high blood pressure, who don't do too well and have poor outcomes. So I always tell the general public, no matter what, protect yourself. You know, use a face covering when you're out, social distance, just even if you Don't want to protect yourself, think of the people who cannot protect themselves outside in the public or even at home, your grandmother, your mother, your cancer um, mother who survived breast cancer only for you to bring her COVID-19 and she does not have enough immunity to support the disease and has a poor outcome as a result of that.
0: Well, I, that's just information that's so helpful for our audience and, you know, especially the mask thing, you know, in the very, very beginning, me personally, I was like, I don't understand the big deal. I, you know, I was looking at it as I, I don't like a mask. And then once I started understanding, you know, a mask wasn't about, a mask was protecting other people and yourself and this. And I'm like, okay, I just didn't understand. And, you know, I told you I'm working on my doctorate in leadership, but I once explained, okay, here's what we're trying to do. And here's how we're going to slow it down. it It made total sense. And at this point, uh, yeah, you know, for those young people out there, that was exactly what I, what I hoped you would share. Is you know they they're 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 part of this too, and uh, yes. they play a role with their parents or their grandparents or whatever. So, but you know, I don't want to just talk about COVID. You're in the ER. You're in the front lines. I mean, we got other things coming into the ER and these urgent things which we're going to get to in a minute beyond COVID. That you know, it seemingly we forget about that. I mean, is you still see a lot of other stuff, right?
1: Right. Right. <laughs> yes.
0: But you would you, if you watch the news, that's why we do these shows, you would seemingly think, you know, that's pretty much the only thing going on in the in the hospital.
1: Yeah. So in the emergency room, like you said, we see chest pains, we see abdominal pains, we see vaginal bleeding, we see miscarriages, all these various conditions. The shocker was when COVID-19 hit, it seemed like all those cases were minimized. All we saw were, you know, covid symptoms of difficulty breathing, shortness of breath, and I think what happened was people were afraid to go into the emergency rooms. As such, if they had the chest pain, where they generally would have gone to the emergency room, they stayed home, and they tried to tough it out. So when they finally ended up in the emergency room, they were so far gone, they had poor outcomes as a result of that. If you felt like you were dizzy, you felt weak, you felt fatigued, you just said, I'm just gonna stay home, I'm gonna drink some water, I'm gonna feel better. By the time you realize you're not getting better and you called 911, you are pretty much in trouble. And so when we we finally get patients in the emergency room, they are looking terrible, their labs look worse than they would have if they came in before as they were doing earlier, pre-COVID.
0: Yeah, so so that's a great point, um, charities. As we're, as we're kind of thinking about it, because you know, just going to the ER, you were naming, I think, some p- things you see in there. You could be a person, you could have a uh, abscess tooth or whatever. Right. I mean, maybe you don't know where else to go, but on the other hand, the ER is still open for people, and ignoring your symptoms because of COVID is is it's you know, like you said, it could potentially even be worse. Right.
1: Uh, you can't. Exactly. On the
0: other hand, you may have in the past gone when you really didn't need to. I think it's just doing that due diligence.
1: You have to do your due diligence. You have to take care of yourself no matter what. If, if you have dental pain, tooth pain, it could be a bad infection. It could be abscess. It still needs to be seen. At, at the very least, you need to start on antibiotics. And so that's what I'm, I'm trying to get the word out, that even with COVID-19, your, your body your body system still exists. And if you're sick, do not ignore your symptoms, just take, get, get some care as soon as you can.
0: Well, well that brings us to something, you know, I was, when you and I were talking recently and you know, we were just kicking around marketing ideas and then I was like, I got to have you on this show. You've launched something recently that is super exciting to me uh, as the owner of tele urgent care. Um, tell us a little bit about that. And um you know, I know telemedicine. A lot of people didn't even know what it was until recently, but but the things like you know you were describing that you're going to be able to help people with, and or and or direct them in the correct direction.
1: Right. So teleurgent care came to me one day as I looked around my emergency room and I saw how empty it was when COVID hit. And I thought to myself, what happened to all the moms with the colds, with the children, with the sniffles and you know the asthma medications that needed refills and the patients that used to come in, my tooth hurts or I have a yeast infection. Those basic complaints all vanished they didn't go away they vanished so i started thinking about it and i started wondering what i could do to serve the community and the general public and the thought of telemedicine came to me but not just telemedicine but telemedicine in an urgent care format so the concept basically is you would go to urgent care if you thought you had dental pain or you thought you had an allergic reaction or even emergency room Teleurgent Care is providing you these services in the comfort of your home. You don't have to get up, you don't have to get dressed up, worry about gas, worry about transportation. You basically get online, If my clinic is open, you're going directly into my virtual waiting room, you'll be seen immediately. You can also make an appointment if you wanna be seen. So those conditions that are non-life threatening, not your chest pain, not your abdominal pain, and if you do call in with those conditions, we do tell you, you need a higher acuity of care and direct you to the nearest emergency room. But most of the basic symptoms that moms call for, my child has asthma, needs a breathing treatment, needs a refill on their breathing treatment, or I think my child has an ear infection, these are the symptoms. We can diagnose that through the video chat. I can literally diagnose a rash that's on you right now if you had one, (laughs) just by looking at you because the power of technology is so great. You can actually see and examine and listening to the patient's history basically makes up the diagnosis for us when it comes to telemedicine. So I believe it's a great convenience. Most of my patients I've had have just been so grateful and so happy to not be able to pick up their sick child and have to deal with the doctor's office and sitting in there afraid of what they're going to get or what they're going to bring home. They are the most grateful for the service I'm providing at this time.
0: I think it's phenomenal. And, you know, charity, not only is it perfect at this time, it's perfect going forward because, you know, our our world is, you know, when you go to the doctor's office or just, just the doctor's office, let's not even go ER. uh, You know, it's, it's almost like you're always an hour, hour and a half behind being seen, you know, always, almost, I'm almost shocked when I get in before that. And then you go to the ER, um, you know, you could be there for hours and hours only to have someone say, Hey, you're, you know, you need to go here. Uh, and, and and so this service makes it convenient, makes it safe, saves them time. Um, time is, you know, our most valuable resource, I believe, uh, well, well more than anything else. So when you've got those kids and you're balancing, you know, we're in Gwinnett. I just announced earlier today, they are going to go all digital learning after all. Well, right. that means people are working, are going to have stuff and they're, they're helping their kids and they may need to get to, you know, an ER, I mean urgent care type thing, but need to do it timely. And how do they save time? Well, that's where your te- you know it's not just telemedicine, last like you said it. You call it tele urgent care,
1: right? Exactly. I saw a patient the other day on her lunch break. She <laughs> she just called me <laughs> up. She messaged me on Facebook, called me up, and in five minutes had an appointment. Was seen in ten minutes. Her medications were sent electronically to her pharmacy that quickly and she was so grateful she saved time
0: yeah i'm, I'm if it was the old days of how ha- to have you on speed dial in the new days you're in my fave so i can just uh, no, I'm, se- I'm serious i'm serious <laughs> so there are these things i told you uh i can't remember if we said it on air or not but i during this covid thing had bit a nail like an idiot watching this movie and it got incredibly infected and you know without and my wife's like you know you're gonna lose that finger if you don't you know and i was trying to be tough you know to your point well you know this wasn't Well, I guess it was almost ER time because, but I didn't know who to call. And finally, I found somebody that could see it. And in five seconds, they're like, that's what that is. And so when you were telling me about this, I said, man, this serves a tremendous need. And boy, oh boy, you know, those antibiotics, horse pills they gave me, it took 10 full days for that thing to start, you know, going the other direction. and mm-hmm. so these are the things. I mean, it was like, to, to, you know, expertise like you have, but not with the relationship. You know, I don't know who it was, but it was, um, I didn't really want to go in for this, but it became pretty urgent because it was not getting better, no matter how much I soaked it, you know. what? So I think there are these things out there that if people connect with you, you know, Facebook, email, website, which we'll give them, you can then direct them, hey, are you better to, can we do this, uh, you know? Tell you know through the internet whatever. Uh, do you need to come in for a visit to your office, or do you need to be directed somewhere else? I mean, is that kind of the plan?
1: Yes, that's a plan.
0: So you know what kind of things? Let's just tell people because they're probably thinking, well, what can I call? Uh, what can I call teleurgent care about? I don't want to call about something too minor or too big. What, what? I mean, do you have any things you can think of that would be stuff you see that you can help save people time and diagnose? In the, the office or thing
1: I've Yes, the biggest thing I've been treating is just tooth infections, dental <laughs> infections. With COVID, a lot of dental offices are closed, yeah. and people are having finding themselves having more dental infections, um, impacted tooth. They just need antibiotics and a little bit of pain control, not narcotics. Just mild analgesics, and three, four days later when I do a follow-up check, because I always do a follow-up check, they're feeling a lot better. You can see us for your minor rash, my child fell into poison IV. What can I do for that? We take care of that. Um, I have a skin rash or I have a urinary tract infection. Urinary tract infections, we can send you out for urine, but we will treat you prophylactically based on your symptoms. By prophylactically, I mean you will be treated as if you have a urinary tract infection, and then you go get your urine tested for confirmation. We take care of strep throats. I have a sore throat. Um, my throat is red. I have literally done examinations where a patient has opened their mouth, and I've been able to look in there. Mother has an iPhone light, and we're looking in there. You can see the swollen tonsils and the red throat, and diagnose it based on that, we take care of yeast infections most women have yeast infections they get them recurrently all the time they know what the symptoms are and that's something we can easily take care of with one pill that takes care of that minor coughs bronchitis we also provide uh, medication refills so if you have uh, medications for ongoing chronic conditions you have the bottle that shows us that you have been prescribed that medication we can take care of that also we do consultations and consultations i mean you can go outpatient and have labs drawn or we can recommend labs drawn for you like a physical exam we can go over the labs and tell you hey these things are looking terrible you might want to either establish care with a provider or we can tell you what to do next a lot of people coming through georgia are from out of town they're stuck here or they just moved down here, they have not established primary care with a physician. And so this has been a very helpful um, opportunity for them to say, I think I have high blood pressure, but I don't know. And then I tell them, let's go to CVS, get yourself a blood pressure monitor, and open a log, start a log get your blood pressure, get your numbers. Let's see what's going on. And I've been able to discuss diet with them. And education is very big for me. As an African-American, we have so many chronic conditions based on our genetic codes and based on just our diet and ethnicity. And as such, we have so many of these problems. That's why I see us having bad outcomes with COVID-19 just because we have high blood pressure that's uncontrolled pre-COVID or asthma that's uncontrolled. Maybe they couldn't afford the medication. Maybe they just didn't take it serious. And so when they get a bad condition, a respiratory-induced condition like COVID-19, their outcomes are terrible. So I've, tra- I've been trying to educate the public in general. Do not skimp on your health. Do not avoid taking care of yourself. You need to make sure that all your chronic conditions are taken care of. Your asthma is taking care of you, taking your medications, your blood pressure medications. If you're out of them, we will refill them just to keep you taking those medications. So if something like COVID hits, you do not have a terrible outcome as a result of that. Diabetics are a big thing. Diet is a big thing for them. Just having those those discussions, and I'm learning that, just having a talk with people, overall, they want to do the right. Right thing, but sometimes nobody has taken the time to explain to them exactly why you shouldn't do something. I had to tell somebody about sodium and its impact on their blood pressure, and he'd never gotten the correlation, and he just thought it. Would, but I don't put salt on my food, and I said, <laughs> No, that's not what it is. Sodium is hidden in everything, almost everything we eat, and is directly causing your blood pressure to be uncontrolled. So things like that, we easily have thirty-minute conversations about that. And I just do follow-ups to make sure they're following the straight
0: and narrow. So, and again, a lot of this stuff can be done online, correct?
1: Online. They're all being done online. All my visits are online.
0: That's amazing. I mean, yeah, you've just educated me on about 25 things I wouldn't have known. And I use a litmus test. This is an amazing idea, Charity, your passion for serving. But not just, you know, not just, hey, here's a prescription, you know, following up and educating people yes. because if people don't know what they're not doing right i.e. the sodium you know right. they can keep be on they can be on blood pressure for medicine forever but that's not really solving the problem or exactly. helping the problem yes. so i love the uh passion i and i w- want people to hear let's go ahead and tell them before we, what we, we forget either your phone number email website what's the best way people are like man i really like this when how can they get in touch with you
1: so because this is telemedicine and it's online, I am available and accessible. <laughs> I have a phone number 706-705-2621. You can call me at any time. You can reach out online and schedule your own appointment, www.teleurgentcare.org. Or you can go meet us on social media, Facebook at Tele urgent Care, Instagram at tele underscore urgent care. And if you're on Facebook, all our links are there. You can schedule an appointment or message me. I've had a lot of those. Instagram, you can schedule an appointment. It'll all directly take you to my website. And while you're on the website, you can subscribe or you can just click schedule now and it will take you directly to my waiting room where you can decide if you want to make an appointment or you want to directly enter the waiting room. And I will be there on the other side. To wow. See
0: you. Well, your smiling and face and your passion and your energy and your education. That's this is amazing. I mean, this is uh, not only is it, it fill a niche during COVID, as I said before, I mean, it really feels still something that needs to be done. And I, I just think so many people for these matters can benefit. And I think my guess is, you know, charities. as we, as we move forward, I don't know how people will be six months from now, nine months from now, who knows we're living through a crazy time, but I have a feeling, you know, you're going to be a front runner in doing this and probably showing other people around the country that want to get into, you know, what you're doing is here's how I did it, whatever, because, that's what, I always say. leaders do. Leaders lead. And you've created a wonderful thing to help people. Um, and we're going to be getting this out, as I shared. You know, we'll be getting it out through all our video, through all our channels, through your channels. Then it's going to become a podcast. So people from wherever are going to be hearing about this. And I just can't tell you enough. You know, Charity Burden, who is the owner with me on, tele, owner of tele Urgent Care. Uh, that, that's just, um, it's crazy just to think you were talking about strep throat and you could diagnose that. You know, by looking their throat, because I mean, you know, exactly what it is. Yes. But modern technology and those kind of, you know, the, with a flash like that you see the symptoms, again, like my finger in five seconds. And right. that is just, you know, I, I can just imagine how excited our audience is to be, to, to be known that this is out there.
1: Yes, yes. And the, the biggest thing is getting the word out and telling them how easily accessible it is. And then we'll see them. It's, it's, there's no wait time. You just enter the waiting room, make an appointment, whatever is convenient for you. We'll take care of you.
0: Well, and the other thing, I, I'm just going to reiterate. You said in certain cases, prescription refills or people, whatever the cases with COVID, they've they've been seeing a doctor. Maybe they haven't been in to get the refill, and they're in a pickle with their blood pressure or whatever it is. You guys can help them there, and that's very important, especially to well, to all people. But you know, you might be older people that are saying, "Hey, we can't go out, and we got a prescription right. that's slapped and our doctor hadn't called us back."
1: Exactly. Yeah. So
0: you that's another void with refills of some sort when you've been seeing a doctor for a long time and you've been told. Don't go see your doctor and you know all of a sudden you you don't have any more refills left
1: and the sad part is as a result of covid lots of doctors' offices are shutting down exactly, and so their their doctors are just not available anymore
0: well, so you fill in that void as well I mean I know it can't be on everything but being an option for them on different things. I just can't stress enough um charity uh how awesome it is to spend time with you today we'll we'll be able to do our face to face uh soon as I tell people, but this is the next uh, best thing right now. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, folks, you're watching it. Uh, you're watching what it's going to be like with uh, when you visit Charity with all her expertise in education because she's – look at her. She's smiling. She's ready to go, ready to help you. And that's why I wanted to do this because I was like, well, what way, better way to show what it's like than to actually do it?
1: Exactly. We just had a visit.
0: Yeah, we did. I did. And you're like, uh, you got a lot of problems, but I'll hold those for another day. <laughs> Uh most of them start with technology charity, as you know. So that's a, I don't know if we can fix that. But uh all right. Well I want to tell I want to finish one more time on your your uh is tele urgent care on Facebook and Telly is an underscore uh urgent care on Instagram? Yes. Okay. And if you want to say your phone number one more time, just in case you know somebody missed. Yes, it.
1: Definitely 706-705-2621.
0: Perfect. Well, uh, charity, my friend, uh, I appreciate you very much and I appreciate what you're doing in this community and your service of helping people and being on the front line and all that you're doing right now. Really? I know we all do. We just want to say, thank you.
1: Ryan, thank you so much. Ever since we met over the phone and talked, you've been great and trying to get the word out. Uh, thank you so much for having me on your show. I really appreciate you.
0: My pleasure. My pleasure. Well, folks, you've been listening to another Community Connections with special guest, Charity Burden, owner of Teleurgent Care. Stay tuned for upcoming Community Connection shows. Thanks again, and see you next time, everybody. This has been the Community Connection show with Ryan Sowers. Stay on the lookout for new or past shows with community leaders wherever you listen to your podcasts. And if you want to see the video interview of any show, visit CommunityConnectionsTV.com. Thanks for tuning in, everyone, and we will see you next time.